0: are driving Kelly for like serious self work. Get curious about sex. I'm not only going to woo my partner, but I'm going to woo myself. And then meditate. I'm like, oh my god, I'm a monk. You're not always in control. And it was like prize, Not have periods. Did not have emotions. I'm going to need to feel everything. I found, I found in those shattered pieces my truth. We're just piling more shame and judgment on top of the original problem. You're sick. Your body's revolting against you. Epstein-Barr virus, not a megalovirus. These are things that
1: can be simmering on you that you don't know. And they're the trigger for your problem.
0: Making the connection between your mind and your body your emotional needs that is how we heal You're listening to a Soulfire Productions podcast Hello hello wherever you are Thank you so much for sitting or running or working out or driving with me. I love being with you guys. And today we have another solo on this journey of teaching and translating and sharing in a new way. And I'm so excited that you're back for part two of me sharing Bringers of the Dawn and what's really coming through powerfully for me at this time through this work and this reading and this study. And it's really cool. I want to share this before we start everything. I got a note yesterday from one of our listeners, one of our sisters in this community, and it was really funny. It made me laugh very hard. And basically what she said is that she started the last solo episode and had to turn it off because she was like, holy shit, Kelly has lost her mind. This is so woo woo. I'm out. Like, bye Bye. <laughs> and then she heard this whisper of, wait, maybe she hasn't lost her mind. Maybe she's figuring it out. Maybe she has found it. And so she started the episode again and said that it spoke to her soul and resonated so deeply. And I thanked her for sending me that message because I fucking get it. I get it. I've been there. Laura Holloway, who was on the show twice now, she was on a couple of weeks ago when we talked about spirituality and sisterhood. She is one of my greatest teachers and mentors and sisters in this life. And for years, I pushed her away and kept being like, dude, you're fucking crazy. Like, stay away from me. <laughs> and I didn't understand the language. I thought she was nuts and I just wanted nothing to do with it. And that happens a lot actually with some of my greatest teachers is they come in and they share something with me and I panic and freak out and I push them away and I'm like, this is not for me. And I get so deep into ego and judgment. And so what that reminded me to share is that one, it's okay if this isn't for you, it's totally okay. I love you so much. I'm not angry, I am okay if you think I'm crazy and have lost my mind, it's okay. And you know why? Because that is where you are right now and this is where I am. And maybe we're not meeting and maybe we never will again. And
1: maybe we will down the line when you're ready. My whole goal, is to
0: share from a genuine, authentic place. Talk about what I'm going through, what I'm feeling, what I'm learning, what's resonating for me and how I'm I'm using that in my life. That doesn't mean that it's for every single person. That doesn't mean that you have to take it as your truth. So one, it's okay if this isn't for you and two, Not all of this is going to resonate or make
1: sense. That is also okay. You're not doing anything wrong. What is the...
0: It's like there's this number in marketing that I always hear that I just never care about because I just can't go down that rabbit hole. But there's a number of like 12. People have to see something 12 times before they buy it. I really believe that that actually feeds into this too. And I talked about this in the last episode of planting the seeds and watching them grow. I'm just here to plant seeds for you. And maybe it doesn't make sense right now. And maybe in five years, you'll message me and be like, holy shit, I get it. And that's awesome. And maybe you never will. Maybe This work isn't for you. Maybe it'll resonate in a different way at a different time with a different teacher. And that's so beautiful. It's all just putting it out there and sharing and letting you take it or leave it. But it's my desire and my path to plant the seeds. And I have taken the seeds that were planted for me over the years and has brought me to this point. And now the beautiful thing is that I feel called to do the same thing for you. And we're in this together. And that is so special. Hmm. So I just wanted to share that. If you have also had a similar experience to this listener who messaged me, I would love to hear about it, about how you were thinking, whatever you were thinking in judgment or fear or whatever that emotion was for you and then how you transitioned into being open and willing to hear this. I think it's really important to share those moments. And I I learn a lot from that. So before we get into all of this magic, I wanted to share something so special. I mentioned this in an episode last week, but it is finally official and ready to be in the world with a landing page on the interwebs. (laughs) So I am doing my first ever course group program for women, and it is called Her Truth, A Coming Home to the Wild. And this is an inclusive women's program built on sisterhood, breaking free, and rising. And it is a four-month program. And what you get, I have created a beautiful guided journal that has prompts and so many other special surprises for you, but it'll be the guide to releasing patterns and beliefs and making space for the wild woman within you. And then I will also be leading a women's circle monthly over Zoom. And you will also be getting two audio lessons similar to this with me. And then a guided audio journey every month for self-pleasure. So we are going to get into our bodies, connected with our bodies. And this isn't like... Audio porn, (laughs) unless you want it to be, message me and I will make that special for you. But this is really just a way to be connected to our bodies and in our feminine and opening that up energetically and having that awareness. And so I'm just going to tell you the lessons that we're going to be going through because I think this is really important for it to resonate with you. The great unlearn, surrender, get curious. You are not broken the divine feminine, free your voice, unlock and play. This is the exact blueprint for how I got to where I am now. And that is the question I always get. What do I need to do? How do I get there? What questions do I ask? Can you send me journal prompts? All the things. And so now I've created a program in a small group of women where you will get all the answers from yourself because I'm not giving you the answers you are uncovering your own because you are your own healer and your own guru and your own fucking goddess and queen of your life. I am just here to remind you of that, darling. So this is really for people who have been listening to the show and you're ready to dive deeper. You're living in a constant state of shoulds. You want to break free of social conditioning. What you've been doing just isn't Working for you anymore. And you want that deeper connection spiritually, sexually. And you really want to be held by a community and a sisterhood in your process. I'm only taking 10 women in this program on purpose because I want it to be intimate. I want you to feel like you are getting a deep connection and the attention and being seen in a way that allows you to do the work in a genuine, open, lack of judgment space. So this starts on June 1st. Only 10 spots. If you would like to join, you can go to com slash her dash truth.
1: Head over there right now, because I want to do this with you. <sighs> okay, let's do this. I pulled cards because that's
0: What I do now on this solo journey with you, I pulled from the Wisdom of Avalon deck and the Work Your Light deck by Rebecca Campbell. I will link to both of those because you all love my decks and want to know where I get them. So I'm going to share that with you. And I'm also going to write down all the cards I pulled. And their meanings, because I ended up pulling five, which wasn't my intention, but that's what I felt called to pull as I started. I'm going to read you from the Wisdom of Avalon deck the two cards I pulled for this group and this community of sisters. And if there are men listening, I love you so much. And I'm not excluding you by saying sisters, but I do realize that most of my community and listeners are women. So please know that I acknowledge you and appreciate you and love you dearly for being here. And I would also love to hear from you as to why this resonates with you and how I can support you further. So that being said, the first card I pulled is protection. Says this marker reminds you to protect yourself and to be wary of hidden agendas. Are you being too open? Perhaps you don't realize it, but you may find that you're a target for others, especially if you're shining brightly. Yet this isn't a time to dim your light. Rather, remember that a spiritual warrior or priestess would always learn to, how to camouflage herself and be armed against potential attack. This is about the right use of power rather than the use of force. The former coming from a place of highly calibrated integrity, the latter from a lower base of destructive energy. Remember to walk the higher ground, but wear a cloak for protection. Ask your guides and angels to protect you, for they will always come if they're asked. And be moderate in all you do. This isn't the place to take risks. This marker also lets you know that the subject of your inquiry cannot in any way hurt you as long as you ask for protection. The divine will give it. I love this because I think for me and many of you as we are opening at this time, we are not sure how to create boundaries or protect ourselves. And so we really feel like we're taking on a lot of other energy and we're giving a lot and it's really hard to navigate. And so what I would or what I feel called to share in this is that you can be open And also asking for guidance and protection at all times. And so being open doesn't mean you have to take on everyone else's stuff and make that your own. Being open can look like being a vessel for light and healing and holding space. While keeping a differentiation between what is theirs and what is yours and keeping that destructive energy away and staying in integrity with that high vibe energy that you want and create and ask for. So I am in constant conversation with my guides and angels asking them to protect me, to surround me, to guide me, to lead me to the light, be of the light and stand in that and know my own truth. The next card is the mystery. This marker directs you into the unknowable mystery of your journey. It is the sacred place where all things are created but are not yet formed. It points the way to pure power and potential which meets the magic of intention. It tells you that the magical unknowable forces of destiny and fate are working in your life. The forces that you can never fully understand or control are indeed weaving their magic around you to help you fulfill your true purpose. There is, however, a warning to be humble here. The mystery reveals itself only when it chooses, and not when or how you demand. The cosmic laws operate here outside of time and space, outside of human influence and intellect. Only hindsight will reveal their patterns. Only total trust and the deepest faith can be your allies when the mystery appears as a sacred journey marker on your path. Sometimes it may seem as if you're going backward, but truly, if you look at a spiral, it goes up back and around reaching upward, although it may seem for a time that you are not. You are indeed progressing. Trust the mystery and keep going. For now, trust that the thread of your life is woven into the pattern of the mystery with beauty, grace, strength, and purpose. This marker is an auspicious and profound omen that shows you you are on the correct path. So what really stands out to me here is humility, and not trying to be in control. And I learned this lesson very hard last year during ayahuasca ceremonies, as humility came forward so clearly for me to sit in that and understand what that meant, and to let go of control and believing that I am the one, that I have all the power, that all things are dictated when I want, how I want, and where I want. And so if we take a step back and really sit in the knowing and the trust, we realize that we don't need to be the dictator. That in our free will, we are in choice, but we are not controlling and forcing. We are allowing flow. And this is where the beauty of the mystery unfolds. It's kind of like what I always talk about in being okay with the unknown and surrendering. The mystery is the fun. We don't want all the answers. That would be boring. Yet we're always seeking the answer. If I know all the answers, if I know what's happening so clearly, Then I feel safe and then everything's okay. Sitting inside the mystery and allowing things to unfold while being in choice and choosing for yourself
1: and allowing divine guidance. Flow. Flow.
0: I'm going to tell you the other cards I pulled without reading their meanings, but I think you can
1: figure it out. (laughs) The crumbling. leap, and birthing a new age. Yes.
0: Those are the messages. Okay. So in case you missed my last solo, I highly recommend you go back and listen to that before you listen to this, you can pause and go listen to me on a different day. Um, but I'm going through this book as I'm learning and and teaching and uh, I went through the first part and this is the second part. I was going to do the second half of the book today and I realized that would be a seven hour episode. So I'm going to have a part three next. And the theme of this for me is life is meeting the fear. So we are all, learning how to translate information in this library that we are in. So really the way the Pleiadians describe it is that earth is a library. And so we are in constant information and learning what it means and then translating it. And for me, it has been very much of what I was talking about earlier, planting seeds and not understanding what things mean. And then it gaining more insight and experience and perspective in order to understand the translation, put it through my own experience and then share it. Now, this doesn't mean that all of you have to go teach. You don't all have to feel like, okay, I'm getting this information. This resonates with me. And now I need to go have a podcast where I just share all the things. No, zero pressure, (laughs) this is my choice and this is what I feel called to do. If this is just for you, that is so beautiful. You are taking this and translating it for yourself into an understanding and awareness that makes sense for you. I love that. I love, love, love that. Because you are choosing yourself and transforming yourself in those moments, which energetically branches out to everyone and everything around you, which that is how we heal and change the world. One person at a time. This isn't, I need to talk to a million people, which I'm not talking to a million people right now. This isn't, I need to talk to a million people. This is, does this resonate with you? Yes, I'm talking to you. And how does this sit with you? And how do you translate this for yourself and your life and take this to become the man or woman you so desire to be, to connect with your truth and come home. That's all that it is. This is acknowledging the seeds that have been planted over and over and over for however long and allowing them to blossom and then digesting them in a way that makes sense for you. So over this time, we have really been convinced that we can only use a small percentage of our potential. And so in this information library, in everything that is coming to you right now, in what feels like a vortex of light and growth and upleveling and spirituality, everything coming to you right now is in order to help you access your full potential and your full being. Socially and culturally, we are convinced that we only have access to certain parts of ourselves. And in the last episode, as I talked about emotion and the emotional body, and that that is the key because emotion helps you understand yourself. Emotion is the access point. We are not taught how to have emotions, navigate them, and use them for our own growth and access to potential. And so at this time, having the awareness that you haven't even yet accessed all of yourself, that there's so much else there sitting for you and waiting for you, that is where the light and information can infuse within you and burst this fucking shit wide open. That's where I feel I am right now. And that's why I'm sharing is because I feel like I just got blasted wide open and it's just light and information overload. And again, that doesn't mean butterflies and rainbows and I'm just floating in the ethereal with the angels every day. No, it means that I am constantly downloading and hearing and sitting and listening and taking in all this light and information, healing myself, translating for my life and what makes sense for me and going out into the world and dispersing in a way that is genuine for me, accessing my potential without fear of what will they say? Is this okay? Am I doing something wrong? I have chosen This life for me now, now that I am in choice and have awareness at 32, this is where I choose to be and choose to go and how I choose to show up. This is how I am accessing
1: my full potential and fully stepping into that. This is where I stopped arguing with myself
0: And in favor of the limitations that
1: I set upon myself, believing and insisting on holding myself back. So at this point now, as you access your
0: potential, as you get more clear on your truth, it is time to Move beyond that which you insist on holding you back. Basically, stop making fucking excuses and stories
1: and go. Go. Be in action. Choose yourself.
0: Stop making up stories or believing stories that are not
1: your own or for you. Stop setting up limitations and roadblocks so that
0: you can't access yourself. This isn't about accessing anything other than yourself. You are your own enemy. You are the one
1: creating roadblocks. Take responsibility. This is not about anyone else. I want that to soak in. This isn't about your mom and how she raised you. This isn't about that stupid boyfriend at 16. This isn't
0: about the lack of worthiness and value that you feel or have felt. This isn't about your bank account. This is about you in choice, no
1: longer feeding the bullshit monster inside of you. Because all the things that happened, all the experiences you had, you had.
0: And we're going to get that into that in a minute about how we create all events to serve ourselves, because that is a difficult one to digest. How do you remove your own limitations for what you believe you are capable of?
1: We were taught. That we can only access a certain amount of ourselves. Which, looking
0: at it now, I didn't know there was any more of me that existed, so I didn't know I was missing out. That is a robot right there. That's a robot. Which I'm sure most of you resonate with the fact that I feel like I was operating like a robot for so long. Just doing what everyone else said and socially acceptable and fitting in and doing the thing. There is more to you to access and no one else can keep you from that except yourself. When you begin to take that personal responsibility and say, I choose more for me, I choose to uncover the layers and rip the fucking band-aid off and go for it and see what is available to me. That is when you will have full access to your potential and you will no longer be holding yourself
1: back for whatever reason that is. And here's the thing. Your
0: logical mind is going to say no fucking way.
1: No way. This literally makes no sense. That's okay. This isn't logical. Quick interruption of
0: my soapbox for a second. I want to tell you about our sponsors. First one, better help. Let me tell you guys, therapy is so important and it doesn't have to be boring talk therapy with someone who feels dry and cold and doesn't understand. And if you're a part of this community, I'm guessing you're spiritual like me and you can find someone who sees you and understands you. My therapist is so spiritual and done such a beautiful job of becoming a guide for me in this space and as much as we talk about relationship things and stuff that's popping up at work and very much you know the ego experience of why we're in therapy we also get into the study of talking to our spirit guides and what's coming up in the energetic shift of the world and and how that's resonating with me so I love BetterHelp because they have so many licensed therapists and counselors, and it's incredibly affordable. I did not know you could get therapy at this level for this pricing. So if you are looking for help and want someone that you can talk to, go to betterhelp.com slash Kelly, and you'll get 10% off. I absolutely love this service. It's something that I use every single week. I believe deeply in their work and the people they bring to the table. And I really just know in my heart that it's something that can deeply benefit you. Blue blocks. Let me tell you about my favorite blue blocking glasses. You know that during this time, especially, we're all on our computers and our phones and Netflix and chilling way more than normal. And I have really bad issues with eye strain. And if I don't wear my glasses during the day, I have a lot of headaches and trouble sleeping at night. And so I love Blue Blocks because they go through a three tiered process for quality control. They can give you glasses in your prescription if you have or eyesight like me, and they ship for free worldwide. You get them really quickly, and they're expanding their collection right now to about 40 less forty lenses. They have 20 now, so they have a ton of options. They're really cool. Some of them do have the colored lenses. I chose to get the clear ones. Um, I just feel more comfortable with those. I feel silly sometimes when they have orange lenses, but some people love those more, and I support you 100%. They also have a sleep mask which we love in this house. So, if you want to get a discount, go to blueblocks.com and use the code kellyt for 15% off and free shipping. That's blueblocks b l u b l o x use the code kellyt. I've talked about this story quite a few times on the show about falling through that dark tunnel vortex and feeling like I was trying to grab on for dear life, like anything, please save me, hold me. Oh my God, what's happening. And then all of a sudden when I released and let go and surrendered, I was
1: floating down just like a leaf in the wind. So happy to be floating. It was beautiful. Your logical mind wants to grip on for safety.
0: So where you step in, in your intuition and your knowing is reparenting or
1: showing yourself that you are safe, that you are no longer dictated by others,
0: their actions or beliefs, that you are fully sitting in your knowing and your truth and doing what's best for you. And in that place, you don't need
1: to hold on. You can take that ride and everything that includes your intuition and your feeling, your
0: emotional body is what gives you access to let go of the logical mind and the ego of trying to make sense of things. And this is where I get caught sometimes because my logical, rational mind that wants to make a story and understand everything is like, what's happening? I need to know, I need to have context. I need this to look a certain way and be in a box with a bow and I need to have an answer. I need to have an equation of what this equals. What does this equal? Guess what? It's not one plus one equals two in spirituality or self-awareness or personal development or your truth. One plus one equals like seven times 8,000 plus a million equals infinity for me
1: that's not rational or logical. And it's not meant to be. My feeling, my
0: intuition, my emotional body knows. It just knows. And the more that I trust that, and the more that I sit with that, the less I worry, the less anxiety I have, the less frustration I
1: experience over things that don't make sense and that I can't Tangibly hold on to. This is why I created a program called Her
0: Truth that takes you from the logical mind into the feeling and into the knowing of coming home. For so long, we don't live at home, we live in people's expectations and shoulds and stories that we were fed. And we convince ourselves that that is ours because we don't know any different. And so when you come home and you're able to have a distinction between that is theirs and this is mine and my emotional body, my body, my feeling, my gut, my intuition says this thing. And yes, it doesn't make logical sense, but my body knows. Have you ever had the feeling
1: where your body is saying one thing and your mind is saying another? I have the perfect example for this. When I first realized that I was bisexual and sexually interested in women, I logically ego panicked. So I was with a woman and my body in all the ways, was saying,
0: yes, please give me more. This feels amazing. I love this. And my mind was saying, you're disgusting. There's something wrong with you. How dare you? You're going to disappoint your parents. This is gross. Stop. Talk about two extremely different things happening at one time. So I talked to my somatic therapist and I told her what had happened. And she says, Do you trust your body or do you trust your mind? And I said, My body. And she said, What did your body tell you? So my body said, Yes, in every way. I even have the chills talking about this right now. And she said,
1: The voice is going to show up, but your body knows. Trust that. The voice your mind, your ego, the logical belief system
0: that you've been taught is going to be there. We are humans. We are souls having a human experience. That is part of the deal. And you get to learn how to trust your body now. You get to learn how to trust your feelings and your emotions. You get to learn how to pull them apart Explore them and get curious about them. Because what I'm guessing based on my own experience is that you put so much weight on your beliefs and your experiences in your brain and ignored your body. The signals, the red flags, the desires, the fears, the yeses and the noes, the expansions and the contractions. You ignore those because that's what we're taught to do. Unless I was dying, I was on the volleyball court, period. Like played through pneumonia, played through mono, played through an ankle that could barely hold me up, played through crazy knee pain. I could barely walk. Didn't ever listen to my body. But my mind told me, unless you were dying or bleeding to death, your ass is out there. Deal with it. No crying, no showing emotion. Go.
1: Conquer. Conquer. Win. Be the best. Show them. This is how it looks. And now my feeling body
0: says, huh, my knee is hurting. What's happening? Let's dive a little deeper into that. Or the last few days I have been ridiculously exhausted. What's happening?
1: Why? Why? Where can I take deeper rest? What needs space to just be? This is new. I understand for so many of us,
0: myself included. This is new. This is a new skill we must build. It takes practice over and over, building up these little spiritual muscles, using new tools and resources. When we feel something, acknowledging it and saying, huh, where's that coming from? I've never addressed this before. I never paid attention to this. I never saw this. What does this feel like? Not what does this mean? Our logical mind wants it to mean something. I do this all the time and I have to catch myself in it. I'm like, but what does it mean? No. It doesn't need to mean anything. Again, it's not an equation of this, this, and then this. That's logical. Sometimes it just is. And sometimes you're not meant to have the answer. And maybe you're not meant to have the answer right now.
1: Seeds. One of the best things I heard the last couple of weeks is that your guides, your
0: angels, are not going to overwhelm you. That's the point. They they come and they show up and they give you messages in ways that you are ready for, that you can digest, that you can actually take in. If they showed up in ways that would freak you out and overwhelm you, that's like con- contrary, 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 contrary? I don't know. I'm microdosing mushrooms, so sometimes words don't sound right to me because I'm floating a little bit. Uh, it's contrary to what their desire is, what they're trying to show you. And so it's, it's understanding that it's going to come when it's meant to come, divine timing. As much as that is such a buzzword right now, it's a thing. It's going to happen when it's meant to happen.
1: Plant the seeds, follow the path, Be in listening, be in action, in choosing yourself, in choice, in trust. Which takes me to my next point trusting and relying on yourself.
0: The funny thing is, I have such deep rooted codependent tendencies from many lifetimes and I noticed it a lot with my mom, very codependent on each other. I love her dearly. She has been my person and I've learned more from her than anyone. And I continue to, and I've taken that codependence and then plugged it into other relationships. And I notice it come up in my relationship now. And I tend to not trust myself. So if I come up with an idea or I think something, my immediate response is to go ask someone what they think for their validation or their thought about it. And I came up with my women's program, Her Truth, when I was walking down the mountain at Chautauqua uh, here in Boulder about a month ago. And I'm walking down and all of a sudden I felt and saw this grid in front of me and it was the entire program. And it just came together and it was like, this is what you're doing. This is how it's going to be laid out. This is what you're teaching. Um, And everything was very clear. And I had been praying and asking for this guidance for a long time. And I just kept being patient and waiting. I kept wanting to put something out like this into the world and it just never felt right. And then all of a sudden I'm walking down this path and it was just like, boom, in front of my face. So clear. No questions. Didn't even have to think about it. It was just, it was already done for me.
1: And I immediately got, don't talk to Connor about it. Which is so
0: funny. Because of course I wanted to run home and be like, babe, I figured out my program. I know what I'm offering. This is what it is. And I just kept hearing, don't ask and don't tell. And I didn't like right now, he still doesn't know this thing exists. (laughs) And why that came through so strongly for me is that I am learning still to trust myself and my knowing if I take something that comes through so clearly for me, that feels so good. and so expansive and so true. And then I go take it to someone who that's not their truth. And I want their input. It's going to muddy up my whole experience and my truth. And I'm going to take it because I respect him and love him and try and make it my own. Well, Oh, he says that it should be this way. Or he says, don't do it like that. No, this is how I fucking saw it so clearly laid out. This is how it's going to happen. If he likes it or not, that doesn't matter. Also, he's not my audience. He has a penis and is a boy and is masculine as hell. And I don't want to talk to him about his truth and sexuality and
1: coming home to his divine goddess. So why would I go ask him? No. Relying on ourselves, knowing
0: that when something comes forward, that is so true for us to trust it. And again, a muscle we must exercise. That is the first time I've done something without telling him. And I have zero guilt and no qualms about it. And when he finds out, he's going to be like, huh? And we'll be like, yeah, it's fine don't worry about it. I trust myself and I rely on myself. I believe in myself. I know what is true for me. I sit in the feeling and the knowing and anything outside of that is noise. I don't need your noise. I don't need his noise. I need my truth. And when I sit in listening and I get rid of all that stuff,
1: that is when it comes forward. The light is promoting and dispensing and sharing. Darkness is controlling and withholding. And
0: I love the way the Pleiadians describe this in this book. Darkness is manipulative and controlling. And doesn't want things out there, which is what I feel like so many of us have been living in, in society for our lives. It's like, oh, don't talk about that. Oh, just like put on a happy face. Make sure everyone knows that everything's okay. Even though you feel like you're dying on the inside, but I'm happy and I have makeup on and I have a cute outfit on and I hate myself on the inside, but no one will ever know. That's fucking darkness right? If you have to hide in secrecy and pretend and lie to yourself, not even lying to other people, lying to yourself is the ultimate betrayal. And when you don't trust yourself and when you don't stand in your own truth, you are betraying yourself. That is the ultimate betrayal. You're choosing everyone else and their needs and their desires and their patterns and bullshit and expectations over yourself.
1: Damn. Talk about a knife to the heart. When you are in light and when I say light in, I mean, in truth,
0: when you are in light and you are sharing, even if that means sharing with yourself, You're sharing your truth and
1: your curiosity and your desires and your feelings. That is when you expand. That is when you come home. And there are forces
0: within you and socially and in society that continually will push this manipulation and this control. Be like this. Do it this way. Act like that. Look like this. And you know that that is not for you and you stand in your light and that is what you promote and that is what you share and that is what you live. It is not about doing, it is about being. When you are truly in this work, you're not doing something. When you are truly at home with yourself and that knowing You're not doing, you just are. You are living and breathing constantly in this state of light, of honesty, of freedom, of play, of wild woman, in desire and pleasure. You live it. It is you.
1: You are it. There is no separation. There is no doing. There is no task. The things that you meet, that you fear, are
0: you. I talked about this earlier. You are your own enemy. And man, if you don't like personal responsibility,
1: this is going to be a tough one for you to swallow. Just is. You... Meet things, see things, hear things that cause you to feel fear. Those things are you. And that is why you are scared. Just like our listener
0: who was like, Kelly's lost her mind. And then listens a day later
1: and it's like, preach sister. She recognizes herself in me and my message
0: and this work from the Pleiadians and that scares her
1: because as much, as much as it's unknown, it's also very true for her, but she doesn't know what to do with it. Anytime I feel fear around something, not fear of like, walking
0: out into the middle of the street and getting hit by a car and like, Oh, let me just try this out. I'm scared. So I should do it. No, please don't do that. I'm talking about fear of trying new things or exploring things that scare me that I actually want to do. The things you meet that you fear are you that darkness, that unknown, that thing, That's all a part of me. Like we're all energy and connected in every way. So if I acknowledge that and I'm willing to take a step into it and seek it out and get curious about it, what is in there that is for me to explore and to know and allow you to become uninhibited. When you step into that, when you acknowledge that fear, You release it, you transmute it. And that
1: is how you get to become uninhibited and free and released and unchained. You say, I will transmute this fear. I will understand it is a part of the plan.
0: I will understand it can serve me.
1: It can serve you. Fear is not bad. understanding fear that is not yours, a great awareness, understanding
0: that fear of something in front of you is you is a great awareness. Understanding that fear around the unknown and getting curious about it and leaning into it is a great awareness. And this is all practice for understanding how you can transmute
1: it and use it to better understand yourself on the whole. Life is meeting the fear. Hello, right in front of you. What is it? Where is it coming from? What is it meant to teach you and show you? Not everyone wishes to be free and have this experience.
0: That is difficult to swallow. Not everyone is on this path. Not everyone is doing this work. Not everyone wants the feeling of freedom and self awareness and personal responsibility and coming home
1: and truth and intuition. That is not the path for everyone. Do it. Anyway, just
0: because Sally is not doing this with you and is not the same and doesn't choose this doesn't mean you can't. Let me go back to the top of my page when I said, stop arguing with yourself and creating limitations and believing and creating and insisting on things holding you back.
1: Stop it. Sally is on her own journey. Love her. Send her love, send her light, send her all the good vibes. If you don't do this because of her, betrayal. If you don't do this because of her, you're not choosing yourself.
0: If you don't do this because of her, you are your own damn enemy
1: and you better not blame Sally. Walk your own fucking path. See the light, be the light, live the light for you, not
0: because of me, not because I said to, I didn't tell you to. You hear, you're here because you chose to, you listen to the show because you are in choice wanting to know, okay, what is
1: fucking Kelly talking about today? What kind of challenge is home girl going to bring? If you choose to listen to Sally, that is your choice, not hers. You create all events to serve you. Oh, I hate that one, but I kind of love it. You create all events to serve you. If your life is chaotic and dramatic and full of fear, guess what, sister? It's time to do a little
0: reevaluation of what kind of experience you are creating for yourself.
1: Your internal and external worlds are direct reflections of one another. You are in fear creating chaos and drama. You are creating it. You are in fear and letting that dictate. That is not your truth. The voice. Does that make sense? You create all events to serve you. If you are with a cheating boyfriend, what part of you believes you deserve to be cheated on? If you are with someone who is emotionally unavailable, What part of you believes that you don't
0: deserve someone who is emotionally available and
1: willing to meet you where you are? If you hate your job, where is it that you are afraid of stepping outside of your comfort zone and creating a life for yourself that is truly fulfilling and meant for you? I could do this with anything you bring at me. How are you going to have this
0: conversation with yourself and realize that you are creating everything to feed yourself? I dated guys with mommy issues my whole life because I want to mother them and fix them and help them. So even though they're not the people for me, it feeds me deeply my own need to mother because I find my value and my worthiness found, not find. I found my worthiness and my value in fixing and rescuing men who had poor relationships with the feminine. So every time I found one of those guys, I was like, Ooh, 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 ooh come to me. Let's be together. Let's get married. Let's live together. Let's have babies. Because I was being fed on such a deep level. Those were such dysfunctional relationships but I created them. I sought them out even subconsciously. I didn't know
1: I was doing it at the time, but I was. Why did I work in television where I felt like a
0: piece of meat? It fed my belief in my story that I only had the hot girl thing to offer and that I didn't deserve respect or to be treated well. So I worked in a job where I hated my life for over 10 years, talking about things I didn't care about, working hours that made no sense for me, and with people who treated me like shit and constantly told me I wasn't good enough, or who validated the shit out of how I looked on social media and it just fed, 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 I created that dynamic because
1: I chose to walk away and create a new one that was actually meant for me. Life is meeting the fear. Life is looking at this head on
0: right in front of your face and getting honest with yourself.
1: And then trusting yourself and moving out of the logical mind and into the intuition and knowing. That is where it is. How are you meeting your fear? And where are you standing in your own way of transmuting it and letting go of all the excuses and fully embracing and trusting yourself? I love you guys. I just want to give a quick little
0: shout out to one of my favorite podcasts, Mother the Mother. If you are a mom or if you're like me and you want to be a mom one day, this is such a great resource. My dear friend, McLean McGown is the host and this is such a safe space for you to gather with your sisters energetically and to talk about motherhood and everything that goes into it. I love McLean because she's a postpartum doula. And when I met her, I just really was curious about what a doula did and how you could take a holistic approach to motherhood and birth and pregnancy and everything in between. She's such an incredible support system emotionally and spiritually. She is a badass mama, and I have learned so much from her in every aspect of what it is to just be a woman and advocate for yourself and ask questions about your body and what's happening and thinking outside the box. So I can't recommend Mother the Mother enough. Go to Apple Podcasts, make sure you subscribe and leave her a review and give her all the love. We are so grateful to have McLean a part of the Soul Fire family. Thank you all so much for listening to The Kelly Show. If you haven't yet subscribed, be sure to do so now and head to ratethispodcastcom slash Kelly to leave a five star review. And as a bonus for doing that, if you send me a screenshot of your review before you submit, I will get you a little thank you gift in the mail. All right. We have another juicy episode coming for you next week. So stay tuned. And as always, if I can support you in any way, please reach out. Remember, I'm just a DM or an email away. See you guys soon.